It's time for the Catholic Hipster Podcast with my dad, Tommy. And our friend, Sarah. I hope you like it. Hello and welcome to episode 54 of the Catholic Hipster Podcast, if you can believe it, in uh, sunny California. My name is Tommy, and all the way across the country in peachy Georgia. No, it's, it's Colony, Georgia. Get it right. Oh, God. Same here. We live in the same place. <laughs> my I can barely even yellow. breathe. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, man, it's tough. For it. Today, I got my pollen reading because um, I'm a real adult, and I get a pollen push notification from weather.com every morning. And this morning, um, tree pollen is very high, and grass pollen is high. Yuck. Yuck. We're in for it here because it rained this winter so far more then it's rained in I can can't even tell you how much. And so I'm probably gonna die of allergies come, you know, tomorrow. Okay, well been nice knowing you. Can it I, could happen can I have on the podcast. Stereo? Would that be would that be good? Would that be good for ratings? <laughs> That'd be great for ratings. <laughs> what do you have at your house that I can have before you die? Um I have uh the guide to evangelization, Catholic drinkies. <laughs> I have a book. I'm looking okay, at it right here. Ridiculous. I can see it on the. I cannot I believe you just brought that out. I can see it on my workbench. <laughs> okay, that's legit funny. Um, you can have it. You can you, have it. You win. I'm back on my heels on this one. So, <laughs> how have you been, Sarah? It's been like three weeks, two oh, weeks, three weeks. Who knows? I've Time been flies. Great. Um, I think I've been in five states since we talked last. Wow. I think I don't even think I've right. been in five cities since we talked last. Oh, I for sure have done that. <laughs> Cuz let's see. I I actually don't know. I know I've been to Tennessee, Massachusetts, and um Texas, and I feel like there was probably a couple more too. So. All right, give us your favorite out of the five since we've talked last. Where's your favorite destination you've been to? Oh, um, that's really tough. I mean, I love going to Boston and I spent some time with friends there. So that was great. But I love going to Nashville. Everyone there is so nice. So I hear good things. Nice. Everyone who goes there is like, it's the best place. And I found the best hotel. Um, and I'm so uh, like in love with it. I did. I actually didn't want to leave. I was like, I'm super sad to check out. <laughs> <laughs> well, shout out to all of our Nashville listeners. Y'all are gems. Yeah, you do they guys say are y'all so in nice. Tennessee. They sure they probably... do. Oh man, okay. <laughs> everyone I talk to has a great Southern accent, and um, I just I turn mine on when I'm there, and it's great. <laughs> you have you grew up in Georgia, right? Yeah, I grew up right here. Why do you have no accent? Why do you have no accent? Is it because you're from like more of the city area, or what? Yeah, well, so I had a little bit of one when I went to college, and it really fell off me when I was in college because I was with all the people from the Midwest. I see. I see. Now answer me this question, Sarah. You're a, a traveler of the country. Do people from California have an accent or not? Um, only Valley girls. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I <laughs> always wondered, no. like, do, do people think that we have an accent or no, I don't is this think just so. the normal way people I, are supposed I, to talk? <laughs> I just call it flat American, which means just nothing. Well, thank you very much. I, I'm <laughs> and y'all proud, don't say y'all. to be a flat American. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing I didn't call you a fat American. <laughs> it would have been the same song, though. It would have been, the same. <laughs> it would have been so great. <laughs> Missed opportunities. Sarah, um, you have so many friends who have been ordained to the priesthood or in the process. I can't even explain it. 
you Blessed you're like are doing among the priests. <laughs> you're doing more for vocations than anything the church has come up with in the last you know hundred years. That's watch, my opinion. Watch how you frame that because. <laughs> 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 Sarah Fabulous sending men straight to the priesthood. Nobody I've ever dated <laughs> has gone and decided to be a priest. So let's be that clear. Is, that is let's definitely clear. not how I meant it, but it's hilarious. <laughs> let's be clear. Um, no, I just am uh, very blessed to be introduced to some of these men, whether it's while they're in seminary or already ordained and just journey with them. And, and I think part of it's that um, I'm just not a person that says, oh, well, they're a priest, so I have to put them on a pedestal. Um, you know, obviously I can be respectful of their authority um, as a man um, that is ordained, but I can also treat them like a normal human. And I think they're drawn to that. That's pretty fantastic. And you've introduced amazing priests to me personally, ones that have baptized my own children for Pete's sake. I know, I know. He, he's pretty great. So, um, but yeah, I get to go to a diaconate ordination this weekend and Tom Pringle asked if everyone could please pray for him. Um, so he'll get ordained on Saturday morning at 11 o'clock. I think we're going with it at, um, no, double check, double check down in Boynton <laughs> beach, um, with, you know, a, a bunch of his classmates and he's just excited for the journey, uh, especially over the next year before he gets ordained a priest. Very, very cool. Tr transitional diaconate. Is that what it's called? Yes, officially? Yes. Not permanent. Correct. Good. <laughs> for, just for all the canon lawyers that listen to the show. I don't know. Or, I'm sure that's incorrect. So please don't email <laughs> don't me. Reply. Email Tommy at. That's Catholic Drinky Tom, at. <laughs> Tommy knows nothing at gmail.com. <laughs> oh, people have that email address. Don't you worry. <laughs> I get it all the time. Tommy's bad jokes. So. <laughs> In that spirit that it's, I guess, ordination season. So we're going to start seeing Instagram and Twitter light up with uh, people laying on the floor. Is that what we're about to? I think that's going to happen. I, at least exciting. I will be having that happen next weekend. Hopefully. I don't know. I may choose to just not do that and be completely reverent, but that's probably to, not yeah, going to happen. <laughs> you're not going to lay on the floor. You were talking about taking pictures, oh, right? Yes. Because it would be kind of <laughs> yeah. odd if you just like stepped out and laid down. Excuse I mean, me. I, you know. I'm going to lay here with you guys so that we you're can like, journey so together. Tired. I travel so much. I just need to lay down. Man, I had to get up so early to be here so do you mind if i take a 10 minute nap <laughs> don't worry i'll bounce back i'll bounce back oh man oh so no, with that in great. mind yeah, yeah, yeah next weekend is great i get to go see tommy get ordained but you're gonna love this a Not priest this friend money. of mine is gonna drive me around all weekend nice like a priest uber <laughs> yeah pretty much in that's fact, incredible i canceled my rental car because <laughs> <laughs> shout out to father jack father jack wants to volunteer to drive me around so i'm in for it Priests are great. Full service, you know? He even got a convertible. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Riding around in a convertible, I think a lot of pressure would be off if you wanted to do confession. It's kind of relaxed. The sun is shining down. You're like, you know what would spoil this perfectly good moment? Me telling you how terrible I am. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going to actually do that. But I think I'm going to get like a, a scarf or something to put it over my hair and be totally just, you know, like That's good. Grace Kelly from the old days. We call them mantillas. Mantillas? Mantillas? Um, no, I didn't mean for mass. I meant for driving around in the convertible. I know. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not very pious, people. Can you tell? Yeah. No, she's lying. She's oh. lying. Um, <laughs> keeping up appearances with Sarah and Tommy. So with that in mind, we reached out to Twitter and uh, asked for people to tell us their favorite stories of hanging out with priests, being priests, or going to ordination. 
And uh, of course, Twitter never disappoints. Well, it does disappoint, but not in the not in the way where you ask for feedback. It never disappoints. But just in Tom general, having it a does. lot of trouble with clarity in, in message today. It disappoints <laughs> on a regular basis. Let's be fair. So we're gonna do what we did last time. Last time we talked about Lent, and you guys chipped in, and we read them, and laughed, and joked with you, and picked our favorites. And uh, we're gonna do that with priest stories. Oh, Here, man. let me just. I'm going to grease the tip jar. I'm going to throw a little dollar bill in the tip jar here so people can know what we're talking about. Yeah. Okay, let's go. And then we're going to take a break. So at at Shronamore, I'm sure I'm pronouncing that right, says my old parish priest told me this story. He met up with some of his seminary friends for a weekend and they were in a hotel, had guitars and using the hotel piano. They started like a jam session. Some people thinking they were a band asked, do you do weddings? And father replied, yes, we also do baptisms, communions, and funerals. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. So stick around because more great things like that are going to happen. And Sarah and I will continue to be clear in our speech. (laughs) Or not. We'll be right back. (laughs) I think it's time for a break now. Hello and welcome back to the only Catholic podcast that the hosts are having more fun than any of the listeners, I would say. That's probably true. I'm cracking up from what we (laughs) talked about over the break. The Catholic Hipster Podcast, by the way, is sponsored by Guadalupe Roastery, which keeps me talking fast. (laughs) (laughs) And and, uh, other things. It also does other things. It's coffee for the common good. You should go buy it because they're great. It's delicious. Um, why not? What's your problem? Go get it. Yeah. They're also on Instagram and stuff, so you should follow them. They're, they do really well on Instagram. Like, their pictures are always beautiful. I don't I know. know. How their do marketing this. people are pretty great. So so when I was an altar server one time, it was uh, All Saints Day Vigil Mass. So it was Halloween. And uh, in the back of the church, I was altar serving with this Norbertine priest who had these toys before mass started where like they look like little goblins. And when you squeeze them, they went like that. And so we (laughs) just sat in the back as people were filling into the pews and he flicked on his microphone and started playing them throughout the entire church since it was (laughs) Halloween. Um, And we were just laughing and laughing and laughing and nobody appreciated it except for the two of us well why not he got in trouble great (laughs) why why not that's amazing i would have just it would have been the best mass ever actually yeah uh just to clarify it was before mass Uh, for anyone who's about to write my bishop right but the whole mass would have been i heard back in 1996 that something crazy happened you know (laughs) no whatever people relax you know what? If you're listening to this podcast and you want to write in around that, why are you listening to this podcast? <laughs> we'll just email our bishops the podcast and save you the trouble. <laughs> yeah. Well, I might be getting a new bishop. So, Oh, yeah. that's right. Is that your guy that's leaving for D.C.? That's the rumor, but there's also a rumor that it's not true. So who knows? Who oh. knows what the real, the real scoop is? The internet sucks for being Catholic because it was so cool not knowing... I, I, this is this might sound bad, but I'm like I liked not knowing what what the Pope said ever or what he did or who's the like I just liked the time when you didn't know any of that stuff. Right, I felt you like you could I mean? be better as a Catholic. Yeah, there was nothing to complain about. Well, way, except for the obvious local problems, but way, way less judgmental. <laughs> yeah, less judgy real. things to confess. Ooh, the- good. <laughs> the internet has increased our need to confess. 
That's so terrible. true. <laughs> Sarah, how long are ordination masses? Uh, are you in the for a long time or do they get it done in like 90 minutes? Um, no, I bet it's, I bet it's a couple hours. Oh, um, I, I can't remember the one for father, Mike Lillidal. I legit can't remember how long that was, but I think that was a shorter one. Cause there were only two guys that got ordained. I see. Um, but I'm looking at the schedule for next weekend. It's, uh, the mass is at 11 and one they They're doing a reception. So two and a half hours. There you go. There you go. That's pretty tough. That's tough for me. And I, I think, think that's I with a lot of guys too, right? So part of it is that um, it takes a while to do the um, shoot. I legit don't know the right word. I was going to say blessing, but I don't feel like that's right. You know, where the bishop does the anointing with the oil. There's That's what I'm looking for, anointing. People can, people can contact you through your website, right? No. Think, so no. You know. <laughs> I removed it. I've deleted my website. That can't be true. That's not true. It's the first hit when I typed in the podcast earlier to find out what episode it was. Shoot. Our friend Ashley, who lives in the Central Valley of California and actually came to watch the last episode of Repent and Submit with Steve and I on my couch. Okay, she that's checked cool. in to say, when I taught our RCIA... Um, our CCD coordinator and I swapped stories about when our bishop would seem to appear out of nowhere and disappear from one side of a crowded room and appear at the far side in the blink of an eye. And I've called him Bishop Ninja ever since. Maybe he has secret tunnels that he knows about. Maybe he's like, you know, that guy whose job is to just follow the bishop everywhere. Maybe he dress up as, as the bishop to like start getting people to. You mean is the there bishop a, is there a secretary? <laughs> is there a person that you see at mass who's ever more anxious or miserable than that person? Like they're just so like <laughs> concerned. They move the altar server over like half an inch to the right because the they don't like other standing. Yeah. Oh Lord, have mercy! What a job! I can't even imagine. Can you imagine being the MC for the Pope? <laughs> no, <laughs> I can't even be the MC for my family. I can't oh. imagine like. Hey, but you can MC this podcast. Oh, Vicky, oh. Vicky. <laughs> <laughs> EWTN's own Gloria Purvis. Wonderful. Hi, Gloria. Thanks for responding. She went out with a priest and some evangelical friends doing some pro-life stuff. They went out to eat dinner. The server came. The priest turned to the evangelical friends and said, look here, we're Catholic. And then turns back to the server and says, give me a Jack and Coke. And I love that. <laughs> That's so great. <laughs> Which that that allowed Glory to then say, like, uh, yeah, I'm gonna have the same thing too. Thanks. <laughs> That's really funny. Also, a very southern thing to order. So Jack and Coke. Yeah. Man, it's... I don't even know what that's like. Really? You've never had one? I mean, probably. But I'm, I'm just saying I wouldn't order that if I was out, no. No, I wouldn't order it if I was out either. But um we do have a place here in Atlanta that does a frozen Jack and Coke that if it that's your thing, it's pretty good. There you go. So, Come to Atlanta. Uh, I'll buy you a frozen Jack and Coke. I'm in. I'll be there. Cool. <laughs> Meet me in Boston and just bring it on the plane. Oh, uh, I forgot. So, wait. Huh? I need yeah. dry ice. Okay, But they, that's not allowed on planes. Hmm. You can't bring alcohol on planes? What kind of country is this? No, dry ice on planes. Oh, <laughs> that's better. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> so we got this girl, Kate, checking in to say she's got a ton of great stories. One was that she was visiting some really old retired priests. She turned to a priest who wasn't saying much, and another priest who was 92 years old said, Oh, don't bother. Father Tim's as deaf as a palm tree. He's just here for the cake. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I didn't know palm Have you ever heard death as a palm tree? <laughs> no. Oh, I love that. I love that. I love priests that show up for cake. Here's an ordination story at Mollier Care. Yeah. 
Okay. Sure. My brother is a priest and several of his ex-girlfriends attended his ordination. Oh boy, this sounds great. <laughs> no, that's the end. Oh. <laughs> I wanted more. I wanted more. I um the good thing about this is I I pound the dashboard a lot more with this format of you the do. podcast. It's so good. also I want everyone to know we did not make this clear. I have not read any of these stories. I have not looked at Tommy's Twitter account. Sarah doesn't log on to Twitter. She doesn't so even have Twitter. I gave up Twitter for Lent. I thought you gave it up for life. No, just for Lent. Oh. But right. I might give it up for life. We're going we're gonna to go. see. But th- there's discernment <laughs> going on about giving it up for life. But I originally gave it up for Lent. Okay. It's the there only thing at Lent that I haven't failed at. Congratulations. I feel like Mine that's is- pretty good. The only thing I haven't failed at is not listening to the radio while I drive in the car. But the thing that I've realized about that is I'm a really terrible person and the radio distracts me from my horrible thoughts. And oh. so <laughs> I guess that's good self-awareness. No, but this maybe. is good self-awareness because now yeah. you can go to confession in two hours and you can talk about that. I'm going to be going at a 4 p.m. actually oh, okay. because it's the other church across town. Where, where you don't know the nobody, priest. No, I know. Yeah, well, that and also nobody goes to confession there at all. You just oh, walk right no in. No line. It's, that's great. No line. Andy Shaggy Cordy checked in to say Father Tim used a prank call the bishop pretending to be an old Slavic woman saying she had the goat ready for the sacrifice and wanting to know <laughs> if he wanted it delivered or if he was going to pick it up in his limo. And meanwhile, I was in the background making goat sounds. <laughs> That's so amazing. <laughs> this is amazing. I want to know what the bishop thought. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love being Catholic. Caitlin keeps praying, checked in to say at our parish bake sale, my priest jokingly asked if my brownies were, quote, the good kind. <laughs> I, I said peanut butter ones are over here, and I don't think that's what he meant. <laughs> <laughs> Does she live in Colorado or California? Let's check. Let's check. Caitlin. Caitlin's checking in from Illinois. Oh, I don't I don't know what the rules are there. <laughs> <laughs> oh Maybe my it was gosh. cold and that's what you do in Chicago when it's 20. What do you got? You got a good story with uh, some of your priest buddies? Um yes, but I can't discuss any of them. Oh, it's like the reverse seal of confession. Yeah, I'm a good human, you know? I can't talk about what people ha- do when they hang out with me. <laughs> I respect you, Sarah. Um, I mean, Regina. I did go to Disney World with a seminary yeah. and a priest in uh, February, and we had a lot of fun. <laughs> now pronounce Saskatchewan, please. Saskatchewan. And I don't think that's right. I think that's right. I've practiced a lot. I don't know. I had uh, our good buddy Jane was out here for my son's baptism, and... I said it just like you did. Is, I know, but I don't know how to say it. I think it's like Saskatchewan. Or I don't know how to say it. I'm oh. sorry. That's all I can say. That's the thing sorry, that connect most eh? with them. <laughs> Regina P. 1023 with the rhyming handle. I love it. At, at, an ordina- <laughs> at an ordination I was at a few years, I guess, ago. During the Eucharistic prayer, the lights all went out and the fire alarm started going off and fire trucks and firefighters came into the church. Yet the bishop just kept going on with the prayer. Oh, yeah, that's great. I love when that happens. One time I was at Mass at the cathedral here in Atlanta, and we had so much incense, we set the fire alarms off. Yeah, that's (laughs) doing it right. Great. At Funny Girl Mimi said there was the time when three of her boys handcuffed the priest to the refrigerator. (laughs) 
I don't really want to know the rest of that. I like story. it. That's good. That's good. I mean, I do have a okay-ish story from last night. I was I was chatting with our friend Father Mike, and uh, I'd be flying home from California on Good Friday, and I was talking about I, how I was going to go to this new bakery that he found in San Francisco that's supposed to be amazing, and I said, "Oh, I'll go on Friday morning, and I'll take stuff home." to my friends for Easter weekend. And, and I was like, never mind that it's good Friday. And I said, travel dispensation, sort of just kidding. Sort of. He goes, I don't think that applies for a fast just for going to mass. And I said, I'm pretty sure I can have a croissant and it's not going to break my fast. And he goes, that's good. Cause I wouldn't give it to you anyway. And I said, if you won't grant me a dispensation, I'll shop it around. (laughs) (laughs) You got options. <laughs> I was like, I have options, man. If I can't get it from you, I'll find somebody. Um, and then we decided that um, it'll be okay because I lose three hours on Good Friday. So fasting on Good Friday won't be as hard, which is great. And then we decided we should. three hours? Oh, because you're going to be in the plane yeah, flying yep. back. Nice. And we also decided that we should cross the date line on fasting days. <laughs> Skip it the whole thing. And he goes, we could sell the flight with this as it's marketing. And I was like, yeah, we can. This is great. <laughs> so get ready guys every ash wednesday and good friday we're gonna take trips over the dateline so that we you know, don't have to fast i like i like the loopholes <laughs> that we create for those catholics have so many rules yes but we sure do know how to get around them folks it's <laughs> great if, all right if we'll that come story back story offend you i'm super sorry no people already logged off way before that story okay, good <laughs> We'll come back for the final segment. There's still a few really, really good tweets that you guys chipped in, and I can't wait to read them and have Sarah laugh or breathe heavily out of her nose if they're not that funny. One of the two. Wow. Thanks. That was awkward. Okay, bye. (laughs) (laughs) The most awkward podcast in Catholic history. That's probably true. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Andrew with Guadalupe Roastery. Here at Guadalupe Roastery, we are committed to working directly with the farmers who produce your coffee so that just by switching out what's in your cup, you can help bring farmers, families, and communities out of poverty. To help change the world, order now at www.guadaluperoastery.com. That's www.guadaluperoastery.com. Change your coffee, change the world. Together, we are coffee for the common good welcome back we'll try our best on this last segment does that sound good if it stinks it's all tommy's fault i'll take the blame i'm tired well but i'm still going thanks to guadalupe roastery coffee that's true (laughs) (laughs) baby had a rough night last night Sarah. oh i'm sorry tommy but a couple nights before that the the couple nights previously were really good so you know oh do you like when you texted me and told me (laughs) because you thought I was Karen. That's right, yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh, it was a great night, right? But I'm so tired. Yep, that's life. You got to have like a bunch of good nights in a row to feel good and you never quite get that, you know? You're like, oh, if I can have a third great night, I'll feel normal. And then, of course, you don't. Um. Yeah, well, I don't have a baby and I still have that problem, so. And maybe it's just getting older, huh? I think it is getting older. The other I mean, night... we're both in our late 20s, right? So... Oh, yeah. <laughs> the other night... <laughs> Um, I woke up like every 90 minutes just for no reason. It was the worst. I was like, thanks, body. Thanks, body. You stink. Yeah. Okay. We've got two, two more that I think are worth reading that are really funny. Forrest Hempen at Forrest Hempen. You ready for this? I'm ready. Was with the team prepping the school grounds for an overnight retreat, ready for our pre-event meeting 
and couldn't find Father Nick. While we waited, some of the team members went to put their lunches in the walk-in fridge, opened the door, and there was Father Nick. He locked himself in. (laughs) (laughs) I shouldn't laugh because I bet he was cold. (laughs) At least it was a fridge, I guess. I guess. Oh, poor Father Nick. (laughs) Did you eat some good food while you were in there? I hope so. Would you like you start panicking and be like, I'm going to die and just start eating like a bunch of food, even though you just got locked in there? You know, like I feel probably, probably, like I in think, an elevator, yeah. you would just quickly like, OK, oh, my gosh, it's been two minutes. Like, what's going to happen? Who's got the snacks? Have you ever been stuck in an elevator? Uh, No. Me neither. Thankfully. No. Blessed be God. Blessed be God. Is that like a thing? <laughs> Please uh, don't have that happen. I was watching Downton Abbey this morning and there's one episode where. Um, Mr. Bates and, and Anna are very happy because they uh, learn that they are pregnant and they're just their life is coming together. And Mr. Bates says, oh, finally, everything's coming together. This is great. And Anna yells out, bad harvest. And Mr. Bates goes, why did you do that? She's like, because from the old days, when the farmers had a really good harvest, they would yell out bad harvest, bad harvest so that the gods wouldn't ruin their good harvest. So just yell bad harvest, Tommy. Bad harvest. I will. Yeah. I'll be the one stepping onto the elevator when everyone's already kind of feeling awkward and anxious, and I'll scream bad harvest just to... Great. <laughs> Father Ryan Hildebrand. Oh, yeah. There was the time my seminary rector did a baptism for a couple that turned out to be first cousins. He cracked a joke about how they should watch out for six-fingered babies, and before he, he made that joke before he saw that the child did in fact, oh. have six fingers on each hand. Oh, 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 that's so awkward. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, I have nothing to say except for foot in mouth. See what I mean? Twitter never disappoints. Thank you to Father Ryan. Thank you to all the rest. You guys are great. There's plenty of great stories hanging out with priests. Just be like Sarah. Hang out with them. Be normal them for dinner. Have make, a drink. Make yeah. them something that they like. Ask them what they prefer, and they'll be really polite. And oh, I eat everything. Try do some research and find out what they actually like to eat, because otherwise, you're going to serve them something. They're going to eat what you give them, even if they hate it. We had a priest come over for dinner, and I said, "You know what? Tell me something about food or whatever, so I can know ahead of time." And he said, "I can eat anything so long as it doesn't have cheese." And then Karen and I spent days trying to figure out any meal that we make that doesn't have cheese. Oh, bless him. It was so hard. It was hard. Yeah, I just, I think about Karen's enchilada bake thing. Oh, yeah. The taco bake. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it was, but it had lots of cheese and it was great. Mm -hmm. Chicken chili casserole. Is that what you came over for? Probably. Got tortillas and chicken and cheese. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. All right. I'll have her fire up the oven for when you come back next, uh, later next month, I guess I could still say. Yeah, I mean... Guys, I think Tommy and I might try to record live. We're gonna see. Would you? It, it would be great because I think. Would, do, do you bring a computer with you, or we would have to share a microphone? That would be fun. Um, I can bring. Uh, we'll work. Th- we'll work out the logistics. Do you want to sit in the driver's seat of my studio or shotgun? <laughs> That's what you have to decide. <laughs> Ooh, I want to sit in the back seat with the snacks. <laughs> oh, there's plenty of snacks. You just have to lift up the car seat, and you'll find them. <laughs> oh goodness i i'm so excited let's uh pray for all the priests who are being ordained either as deacons or or as the real deal as the season approaches why is it during lent does anyone know i I don't know that it's all during lent i know this one is um but then i think a lot of priestly ordinations are in june okay all right so when when you said 
it's ordination season. What you meant was you are going to one ordination. Well, no, it's the start of ordination season, right? It's <laughs> like it's it's like a debutante season. It's a whole it's a whole thing. We're presenting them. Yeah. We're letting them out. Yeah, <clears throat> they're finally getting to leave the seminary. <laughs> well, so pray for Tommy Pringle. Yeah. Yeah, and if you have friends that are getting ordained, tweet at Tommy. Let us know, and we can. Uh, I think Instagram I think at be, Sarah. You yeah, can Instagram or yeah, Sarah. find me on Instagram. I think it'd be great on the next podcast. We can um, list off everyone who's getting ordained this year, and I think that'd be a cool segment. And here's my challenge: if you're listening to this, you are hereby obligated under penalty of sin to invite a priest over for dinner sometime before December 31st. Okay. That's it. You heard it, so it's too late. You can't go back. That's an easy sorry. one, guys. I don't, you have not for all of us. Not for, you know. You get up there, your palms are sweaty. You feel like you're asking a girl out on a date. And you're like, uh, uh, do you like food? And you know, they're like, what the hell are you talking do you about? Eat food is the line. <laughs> do, you, from... do you eat food <laughs> <laughs> from Elf? <laughs> <laughs> and then they're just like so put off. They just say no, not <laughs> from don't. you, and they walk away. <laughs> Oh, Sarah, um, your website's not down, right? People can still go there. Yeah. They can buy your book. I probably haven't updated it in like a year. Can they buy your book there though? Go buy her book. You can buy my book from there. You can also buy my book on Amazon and from my publisher. I only have a handful of them left at home, but if you want one, you can have one. There you go. Get one. It's good. I'll sign it. Recipes and send you a cocktail recipes. Are there cocktail recipes in there? Tell them. No, but if you want one, I'll send it to you. I'll, I'll, I'll print. I got a printer for Christmas, so I'll print it off. And you got send a printer, all right? Yeah, man, that's great. We made it ten years without a printer, and then we're like, I guess we have to get one because once you're sort of more of an adult, every once in a while you got to print something. I love my printer. I print. And you get, I get things. so shocked when they're like, "You need to print this out and sign it." I'm like, "What year is this, you psycho?" <laughs> you know, it's very. Isn't handy. my email saying sure good enough for you? <laughs> well, soon enough, your kids are gonna have. No, I don't even think they print and take papers into school anymore. I think they just no, upload they do everything it online. Yeah, yeah, I know. What is this? Let's get out. Let's. We need to start a commune. Go back. Live like the ni- late '90s when life was better. <laughs> Let's be clear, though. We're not going to be like one of those communes in Texas from the late 90s. No. <laughs> but wouldn't it be cool to like, wouldn't it be fun? And like, you know how there's like the Amish. They're living like it's the 19th century. If somebody just started one that was like the mid 1990s and everybody's like rollerblading and like. <laughs> Listening to, to early days of Backstreet Boys, Britney Spears and alternative It'd rock. Great. It'd be so great. They only got certain cable channels, right? Like not all of them. Green Day on a loop. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's it. That's the one. Oh, you know who'd be in for that? The Catching Foxes. Oh, are they? Yeah. I, I, w- I would think that Luca Gomer would like the mid 90s. There you go. I'll ask him. Okay. Fair enough. If I remember. They're but, welcome. Uh, we've been rambling now, so we're super sorry about that. Um, we're not sorry. This is what you're in for. You <laughs> sorry, know what you're getting sorry. into. <laughs> it's always a pleasure to hang out with you, Sarah, and to talk and to read people's uh, funny tweets and, and laugh alongside them. Yeah, it's, it's so great. I love it. Um, next time you have to tell more stories about yourself. Me? Yeah. I don't have any stories. You I'm have just no a bland stories? vanilla guy. Okay. Well, next time, guys, uh, you can. Uh, oh, go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, that's all right. Oh, I was gonna say next time we're gonna talk about Easter stories. So if anybody's got one, uh, get 
get ready. Good vigil stories, good Easter stories, things you guys like to do for Easter. Um, so I think that's what we're going to discuss, right, Tommy? I think so. And we have a guest next time, too. Oh, that's right. We do. I know. A big shot author. No way. I forgot. But we can still talk Easter stories, dude. Well, we're going to. We're going to do all of it. It's yeah, going to be her- mega Easter podcast. <laughs> it's going to be great. Not mega church, though. Not no, mega church Easter no, podcast. No. You know those mega churches? You got to like book a seat like it's a theater or a baseball game now to go there? I believe it. You know, I, I live just down the road from one of them. Wow. Andy Stanley's. Never heard of it. Oh, it's pretty big. Yeah. Can you throw holy water at it or something as you drive by? It's called Buckhead Church, and I pray for it because I drive by it every day. Did you say Buckhead? Buckhead Church. Yeah. Wow, interesting. Well, Buckhead's where I live, so. Oh, okay. (laughs) I was like, is that something from the Bible and I just don't know? No, it's the neighborhood here in Atlanta. (laughs) Okay, that makes sense. (laughs) All right, guys, go follow Sarah on Instagram. Watch her stories. They're the best thing going. And uh, pray for us. Yeah? Yes, please. And uh, hope Lent is going well for you, and we'll pray that your Lent doesn't suck like ours did. It's Saturday. Eat some meat. Right now. Bacon. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, take we'll care. Well, that's in today's episode. We'll see you listeners at max. Well, memento mori, I guess. Yeah, I mean, you know what? I'll just go to Disney World. <laughs> die at the Grand will... Floridian. <laughs> no, no, I'm going to die in the memento mori store in Disney World, right next to the Haunted Mansion. There you go. Because they actually dead. have a store named that there. You pick up a skull and look at it and then just drop dead. They sell skulls. So, yeah, I mean, everything is going to be great. It's going to be very Hamlet meets Disney World. Sounds like a perfectly fabulous way to go out. Thank you. I've been waiting for you to make that joke for a long time. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Stop it. Stop the (laughs) chit-chat. Yeah, but it's funny. I know.